0: I do a monthly roundup where I basically walk through what we're seeing, what's changed in the last month, what's working versus not working, and this is all intel coming straight from my ads team who's in client accounts, who's seeing it across so many different industries and funnels every single day. So I wanted to give you a little sneak peek recording of last month's monthly roundup because people are still talking about it. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 309. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I am in Colorado, and if you didn't watch my Instagram stories the other day, you missed the moose that literally walked right outside our door, our sliding glass door. I was freaking out. I was like, top five moments of my life, maybe. Just kidding, but but maybe, really. Like, it was incredible. We are in the mountains for the next month. Recording content and getting work done has proven to be a little bit more difficult when I don't have an office or a desk. So I ordered a card table on Amazon that'll be here soon. But I am enjoying myself so much and all the time in nature. So I have something for you guys today that's a little bit different. I wanted to give you a sneak peek of last month's monthly roundup that we did for the PDQ. So if you're not inside the PDQ, That is our massive marketing media place where we are giving you all of the what's new, what's working, what's not working information. And every month, I do a monthly roundup where I basically walk through what we're seeing, what's changed in the last month, what's working versus not working. And this is all intel coming from, straight from my ads team who's in client accounts, who's seeing it across so many different industries and funnels every single day. So I wanted to give you a little sneak peek recording Of last month's monthly roundup because people are still talking about it. There was so much value. And so if you want access to this, it's completely free. You just have to go to notforlazymarketers.com slash PDQ, PDQ. It stands for pretty darn quick. And it's getting marketing information to you real time today based on what's working and not working, which if you've been following the digital marketing world in the last six to 12 months, you know how important that is is because it is literally changing by the day. So Enjoy this sneak peek to our last monthly roundup. And if you want the access to the whole recording, you just have to go sign up and you'll get access
1: right on our dashboard. All right, so this is our first um, roundup. Then I am very excited for it. So the way that I am thinking these are going to go, and of course this is the first one, so we'll test it out. And any feedback you guys have at the end of like what else you would want to, here or what you loved, what you didn't love, I will of course take, because this is our first kind of roundup that we're doing. But the ultimate goal with these is that it's kind of like an update every month of like, what did we see behind the scenes as a company with our clients ads, with our students, like on Facebook and marketing in general, and give you that update versus like a training. So I basically formatted it of like, what's hot, what's not right now in the last 30 days. And then also like what to look out for in the next month and ongoing. So overall, like industry shifts and changes and kind of what to be aware of. I included the iOS 15 in here, which is not until the fall, but I think people need to start thinking about it right now. And so really just being that like place to be where you can get that information. So you're up to date in a very like short, compacted way. Um, we also have a really exciting invitation for strategic reviews, which is something that we're, is new and we're only offering to anybody subscribe to the PDQ, not externally. So I'm excited for that. And then I want to leave plenty of time for conversation and questions. Like if you're like, hey, the iOS updates have done this to my ads, you know, what would you suggest? Or I'm struggling with this or I'm curious about this. And, and I really want to be like one of my goals with the PDQ was there's so much overwhelm out there right now between Facebook groups and people's podcasts and content that it's like, what's accurate? What do I actually need to care about? And what do I do in my own business? And I'm trying to help solve that because I get messaged all the time by people who are like, what are you seeing? What do we need to know? Just because of our unique viewpoint as a company where we get to see, you know, millions of dollars of ad spend across all different industries and accounts and funnels and have that Intel where a lot of people have one funnel or one business that they have intel to, which is hard to stay on top of everything when you're in that situation. So that's the goal with the Roundup with the PDQ as a whole is to be that place to go for accurate, up-to-date, need-to-know information in the marketing world because it's changing so quickly that you know oftentimes someone's podcast that was put out two months ago about the iOS updates is no longer fully relevant because things have changed and shifted. So that's what we're doing today. All right, so what's hot and what's not? That's where I'm gonna start. Um, I was gonna separate them, but it kind of got mixed in that, in the what's hot I was saying like what not to do. So I was like, all right, it's gonna go all in one um, and I'm gonna share the, share these things. So first of all, one of the biggest things to pay attention to is you know since iOS updates, especially in the last 30 to 60 days, is Facebook ad costs, specifically CPMs, which means that's Facebook itself usually because they're charging you more for your impressions on Facebook are up across the board. In most cases, I will say an interesting thing is we have like a handful, maybe four or five of clients who are brand new with brand new ad accounts. And they're like crushing it like $2 cost per leads. And we're like, what is going on to the point where we actually tried and a few accounts, some brand new ad accounts to compare it. And it didn't fully, we're still testing that. But I think that's a positive thing for you if you haven't run ads, because it used to be where people were like, oh, if you haven't run ads and you don't have data, you're gonna spend, you know, one or two months getting that data and trying to get the cost down. But we've seen in multiple occurrences, like some of my team is just like mind blown, super low cost per lead in brand new ad accounts where these seasoned ad accounts are not seeing that. So that's just like a side note, interesting thing. Um, and, and we're not, I'm not exactly sure why, I think it has something to do with like the iOS pixel data on these super seasoned accounts is a little bit messed up right now with the algorithm. So across the board, though, costs are up. A lot of people know this. A lot of people are struggling with this. So what are we successfully doing to combat it? And I want to walk through some of those things. So the first thing is an increased frequency. Like this is the number one thing that you can do, which is exhausting sometimes, but an increased frequency in creative refreshes and up-leveled innovation in the creative being used. Like in the last 60 to 90 days, if, if there's one thing you do, it's this. In most cases for our clients, we're refreshing ad copy and creative on a weekly basis because unfortunately the ads just don't hit that place where they stay steady for a long time. Like they'll be launched, they'll do really well and then they'll start to go down. And so you've just got to constantly be refreshing creative and specifically like an up level and in the innovative creative is, is, you know, the ads that are doing the best are reels being used are memes, you know, that aren't overdone, but you can still do a meme that's still catchy right in the feed videos, creative videos, the entire platform as a whole is moving over to prioritizing that we, we put this in a hot take, but Instagram is definitely in massive competition with TikTok. And so align yourself with the platform's goals. Their goal is to be better than TikTok, to be more relevant than TikTok. So they're prioritizing all of that in ads and organic. So this is, you know, if you're seeing expensive ad costs, this is the number one thing that you can do is up level the quality of your ad creative and the frequency that you're putting it out there. And you will be favored in the algorithm. Like I kind of say, when in doubt with an ad, just launch new copy and creative because It works almost every time to at least bring the cost down for a little bit. So that's one thing we're doing. um, And we, you know, as a team to kind of pivot to this, have had to increase the level of support in the on the creative side for our clients, because it's absolutely necessary these days for Mm -hmm. that. The second thing to kind of combat these higher ad costs is. Interest in demographic based audiences versus lookalikes. Now, this is not a blanket statement. That's really important. Like when you hear people say this, like you've got to test it in your own account because we can literally see one thing in one account work one way and then the opposite in another account. So this is just more, you know, all of these updates are are opportunities for you to test and play in your own account. And in some cases, we've seen interest in demographic based audiences start to do better when it used to be the opposite. You know, six months ago, this is most likely due to people in those lookalike audiences opting out of being tracked and the quality of the lookalike audiences potentially going down. So that means finding you know pages that people follow, specific demographic information, which is still going to be based on and found from Facebook's algorithm and their data of their users, which is still intact, right? people can still be tracked on the Facebook app itself. It's when they leave the app that the tracking is being lost. And so that's a lot of times what lookalike audiences are based off of. And so the quality of them potentially has started to go down. So if you haven't tested interest in demographic audiences in a while, test them in your account and see, because it used to be the opposite of this literally six months ago lookalike audiences were like goldmine because it was Facebook algorithm finding people that are similar to your email list or whatever. Um, But in some cases, we're seeing the opposite now. So definitely test though, because it could be different for you. In some accounts, we're still seeing lookalike audiences do great. So it really just depends, but it's worth it to test. The third thing, this one's important. If you haven't done this yet, recreating, like if you have audiences that were created in your account prior to the iOS updates, you're going to want to recreate them. And also when you can now using actual emails, so like when you export a CSV file of of emails is now gonna be like the number one way to make lookalike audiences because your pixel data is being lost. So for example, if you used to say, everybody who signed up for my webinar by landing on the thank you page, was my audience that I then created a lookalike audience from. Well, if they opt out of tracking, they're now not going to be in that audience. But if you use the actual email file of all of those audiences, they will be. And then your lookalike audience is just a little bit more complete. So we you know, started to know, notice that and, and also even going back and kind of recreating past lookalike audiences to get fresh ones. Um, really helped. So using emails as the foundation. And then if you have good audiences and maybe they stopped converting in the last couple of months or last month, try to recreate them and see if that helps with the, with the ad cost and the ad performance. Okay. And then number four, this one's also kind of like based on each account, but in the past you know, year, dynamic creative has been a winner. It's been something that has converted better than just doing the individual ad variations, which is where you, you know, choose the, the ad post IDs. But we've started to see that some dynamic creative is not performing as well. And so definitely just like with lookalike versus demographic based, test this in your account because you might be surprised. I feel like in, in, in my own account, If I have a a reel that does really well or a video and then we're putting it in dynamic creative and it's not being favored, I think that hurts us because we already know that those ads probably convert the best. And then we put it in dynamic creative and mix it with images or whatever our other versions are. I think that it potentially impacts the results. Also, you do, you know, social proof you don't really have with dynamic creative. So you can also try a blend of both where you initially test it with dynamic and then an ad that starts to take off. You take that post ID. So then you save all the social proof. So trying to be a little bit creative with this and not being afraid to like just try what works in your account, because in some ad accounts we've seen that not using dynamic creative is actually better than using it. We've also seen the opposite, but this is happening more and more Um, today that dynamic creative isn't working as well. It might go back. My theory on it, you know, Facebook really wants you to use dynamic creative. So I think their algorithm is a little messed up right now because of the iOS updates. And I think they'll improve it over the next couple of months. So it's, it's potentially like a temporary thing. And then in two months, I'll be like, dynamic creative is the way to go. And that's why we're doing these because it changes so frequently. Um, But right now, it's definitely worth it to test with how wacky the algorithm is on Facebook as they figure things out with the iOS updates and their loss of data. Okay, and then number five, getting creative and focused on your funnel. So at the end of the day, the only way to overcome higher ad costs is two things. You get your cost per lead down with a different strategy, potentially. Um, So one I shared this week is Maybe you go ebook and then on the thank you page is a webinar or you do like a PDF opt-in and then the thank you page is a webinar. Because if that front end opt-in is going to be less expensive, significantly less expensive, and then you get people registered to that webinar, you're kind of making up for that more expensive ad cost. So that's something to test. Um, I've, I've seen people start to test this more and more. And the second thing is, you know, if ad costs are going to go up from now on, you've gotta increase your average cart value. You might have to raise your prices a little bit. You might have to figure out how to get more bang for every purchase that you get. And so I believe, you know, the businesses that do this well are gonna be the ones that have much more sustainability because it's not, you're not able to say like, oh, let's just wait this out until ad costs go down. This is the new reality. Like what we're seeing inside Facebook right now is the new reality because the iOS updates are rolled out. Like this is the way it's gonna be. So the two biggest drivers are you have the best ad creative and you have the best backend strategy. So what's happening off that ad is now like I've been saying, you know, 10 times more important. So maybe just start thinking if you're really struggling with expensive ad costs. And I've had people reach out who are like, I was getting, you know, $7 webinar registrations and now they're at $30. Well, one, you know, better ad creative is the first step. Can you get it down with increased, you know, ad creative volume and quality? Two, what could you do on the front end? You know, should you test a basic PDF download or something that's going to be cheaper than a webinar registration and then put all those people into your webinar funnel and put it on the thank you page? And three, do you need to raise your prices a little bit? How do you increase your average cart value? How do you increase the the revenue you make from every purchase? Because you're having to potentially pay a little bit more and work a little bit more for every customer that you bring into your business. And that's like a natural, you know, response that business owners are going to have to have to all these changes. Okay. The other piece is the tracking that's lost with iOS updates. So now that all the updates have been rolled out, it's really interesting how it varies in each ad account, how much data is being lost, but we're seeing like about 30 to 50% in a lot of accounts lost their tracking. So underreporting on the actual leads, webinar registration, purchases, whatever it is. Um, And so we definitely saw that happen. We also found out um, from a Facebook contact that like July 1st, everything was like officially rolled out. Um, on Facebook. So now like whatever you're seeing in your tracking is kind of the normal, like that's what to expect moving forward and all their internal updates are done. I do think they're going to continue to improve like their algorithm in terms of dynamic creative and those type of things. But until then we have to kind of adapt. So how are we combating this tracking and this loss of tracking? So one This is something that we have done before iOS updates, like since I started, because Facebook actually was never fully accurate with its tracking. They used to actually over report a lot of times. And so they'd say like, you have 120 leads and you have 105. So we have always had, when we can, a separate funnel for Facebook ad leads. So that means like if you have a webinar funnel, you duplicate that exact funnel with a different URL and that way you can tag those leads right when they sign up for your webinar as a Facebook ad lead. So then, I mean, there's no arguing. Then you know exactly how many leads you have coming in from your Facebook ads. No question that they maybe came from Instagram or they clicked on an email or whatever because you only use that URL in your Facebook ads. So this is something that we've done for probably three years. And it's really helped us through this because now we have the accurate data. Now it doesn't help when optimizing your ads because you then don't know which ones are doing well. You have to kind of go off of like cost per click and CPM and assume that, you know, it's working well, but it does impact the optimization when you have these issues. But this is a way to for sure get accurate data because there's no arguing that if you only use the link inside of your ads and then you tag those leads, then that's how many leads you have. And there's no ambiguity around it. The reason I also like doing this, no matter what, if you're having tracking issues or not, is then you can see in six months from now, let's say you have a lead buy, you're able to see that their initial point of contact came from a Facebook ad six months ago, which is extremely valuable to have that. So This, you know, I recommend doing no matter if you're having tracking issues or not, but it has really helped us combat the iOS issues and it's something we have all of our clients, we won't run their ads without implementing this. Because then there's too much question around the actual accuracy of it and then all of our students in our program also we help set this up because it's so critical. Now, in some cases when this isn't possible so especially with e-commerce with uh, slow funnels. Sometimes when you have multiple products, like it's, you can't make a bunch of different duplicate funnels. So when that's not really possible, we've definitely pulled in Google Analytics, UTM codes to pair with Facebook's. So we've got, you know, a process to kind of create that, that, to help with that tracking, to have another place for that tracking. So if it makes sense, it can be a beast to set up, but it, does help with that too especially like we have a client who has a ton of um digital offers but it's kind of like e-commerce because it's just going straight to a bunch of digital offers and she can't duplicate every single funnel like it wouldn't be viable for that that really only works for like a lead gen like a webinar type of funnel where you can duplicate that first step you tag that first step and you have that separated um so google utm codes and google analytics is another option as backup and then you can look at other softwares that can support. There are you know, lots out there. Um, this is why we're building our own that I'll hint at that won't be ready for a little while, but um, there definitely are softwares that can help. I haven't found one and that we've tested that was like fully really easy to use and um, simple. A lot of them kind of overcomplicate things. It's hard to set them up. So it's a need in the industry coming, coming soon from Hirsch Marketing. <laughs> Okay. Now I want to dive into kind of like, what are we looking forward to in the, in the next month before we do our next monthly roundup and the overall marketing, like current state today right now, and what to keep in mind over this next month.
0: All right, you guys. So that is what I have for you today. And I want to mention that if you want to get access to this entire recording of the roundup where I also dive into what the Instagram changes mean and lots more, go to notforlazymarketers.com PDQ. We will be doing another roundup at the end of August. Everyone happens on the last Thursday of the month and you have access to that recording for the entire month. So if you want access to July's, go get access right now at that link and then you'll be also There for August's Roundup. I have one more quick thing to mention, and that is this Thursday, I am doing a live training about the two keys you need in your business, in your marketing right now to survive these times. And I'm seeing a lot of people saying things like, it's my webinar funnel, or it's Facebook ads, or fill in the blank, it's whatever. And really, it's that most of these people, most of these business owners are missing these two key components to their marketing. And they might be simple, but most people are missing them. So if you want to register for that free training, you can go to notforlazymarketers.com keys. It's happening on this Thursday, and I will see you guys there.